Welcome to Well Worn Pod, the podcast that explores the joy in second hand. I'm your host, Hannah Heading. Thanks for joining us. Hello, lovely listener. Welcome to episode six of Well Worn Pod. I'm Hannah Heading. Thank you for tuning in. On today's show, I'm joined by Hannah and Branko from Storytellers Workshop. Since 2017, Storytellers Workshop have been selling the most beautiful selection of vintage and secondhand home decor and furniture. The pair have an incredible studio right here in South Australia where they host open days. So you can come along and see the pieces styled up in all their glory. They sell their wares on their website, storytellersworkshop.com.au. So be sure to check them out if you need something special for your home. Hannah and Branko, thank you so much for joining me on the pod today. I'm so happy to have you here. Could you kick us off by telling us a little more about who you are and what you do? Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for having us. We're so, so excited to be on your podcast. Um, So we're Hannah and Branko and we're a couple. Um, We've been together like seven years and a half, seven and a half years. Wow. Um, And you pretty much summed up our business really well. Um, We started in 2017 and um, for the last two years, we've been selling our pieces through our website, um, posting them out Australia-wide. Um, and we just choose pieces that we find really interesting and we think have a story to tell. Uh, there's something really special about pieces that you know have lived a life long before you. Mm. Yeah, I don't really know what more I can say. The two Hannahs summed it up perfectly. You, you guys might as well have done this uh, business you, yourselves. <laughs> well, what is, I'm curious to know, what is your earliest memory of shopping secondhand? Because I'm sure that that would look different for both of you. I know that it's something that you collaborate on and do together now. Um, but what is your experience of shopping secondhand? Where did that all start? Yeah, um, look, I guess back in the days, I was never really an op shopper. Um, <laughs> I was always keen when I saw a garage sale sign and I'll try and get my parents to pull in and every now and then we'd, uh, we'd be able to stop off and have a little look. But um, yeah, probably the thing that really always caught my attention was back in the days when we used to go to church, um, we would always go to Brickworks Markets afterwards and they had that crazy cool sort of secondhand shop that was mm. underneath the main tower. And yeah, I remember. Every Yeah, you remember it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it was dimly lit and just had the most weirdest, coolest things underneath there. And I don't know. I don't know why I can only really remember the lamps that were there, but they had, <laughs> oh, I still remember a Barsony that was over there. And even back then, I loved it. Um, but yeah, that was probably my earliest memory of secondhand sort of shopping I guess oh that's amazing what a throwback as well the brickwork market yeah OG. those are the good old days yeah. I miss yeah. the brickworks if you know not the same yeah that's right um I guess my earliest memory is pretty different because I actually grew up like op shopping and secondhand shopping like every weekend I'd go out with my dad and my dad had a, like a huge love for secondhand shopping like mm. that's where I got it from and it like would go to country towns and look for bric-a-brac um, signs and op shop signs and would stop mm. at every single place we could 
Um, And my dad also had like a really good friend that owned a salvage yard and Mm -hmm. it was like my dream, like going there and just rummaging through like piles of random stuff. And I remember finding like a 90s CD holder and it was like purple and swirly and (laughs) amazing. And that was probably like my first ever secondhand find (laughs) that I remember. Oh, that is incredible. I love that you have some really different entry points and stories of (laughs) your history personally with shopping secondhand. I'm really curious, maybe especially for you, Hannah, um, does your love of secondhand extend beyond just furniture and home decor? Because obviously that's what Storytellers Workshop focuses on, at least right now. Um, But do you involve shopping secondhand? Do you extend it to things like clothing or shoes or other things in your life as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I would say 90% of my wardrobe is secondhand. Um, Mm. Like I've, it's the same with clothing. Like I've always loved shopping for vintage clothing. Um, I actually had my own vintage clothing business, like before we started Storytellers. Did um, you really? I didn't know that. Oh Honey Vintage. Um, And I ran ran it with my friend and we did like Gilly Street Markets um, for like a couple of years. And we had, yeah everything back then like all the different clothes we had like a whole back room just filled with clothes so oh that is incredible I've just loved it my whole life starting a vintage clothing business I feel so many people are getting onto that now or in the last couple of years but you were really ahead of the curve yeah like we did it back when it was like before everyone was doing it before it it was cool Um, yeah so yeah we were just we were literally selling stuff for like ten dollars and yeah. I think we had like a garage sale one time and sold everything for $2. Like, Oh my goodness. Mm, I don't know <laughs> if that was really like a thought out thing or you guys just kept up shopping for yourselves and then you had too much and then had to justify a business <laughs> for the habit really. The yeah. truth yeah. comes but out. No, it was a bit of both. It wasn't thought out like Storytellers is these days. <laughs> Wow, some very fun beginnings for sure. Why do you still love op shopping now and shopping secondhand? What What is it about it that brings you guys joy? Oh, just the unknown, you know, like you honestly have no idea what you're going to get or stumble across uh, once you set out for the day. And I don't know, that's the, that's the thing I love. It's almost a bit of a rush really um, yeah. before going to the shop. What's going to be there? Have I missed out? Oh, I don't know. I love it. I love it. It's mm. like a little high. I feel like people will totally identify with that feeling. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The thrill of the hunt for sure. Mm. So mm. then how often would you say that you go out looking for stuff, whether it's sourcing for storytellers or if it's even looking for something for your own home that you wouldn't come away with anything? Do you walk away with a piece every time you go hunting? I reckon almost every time. Yeah. yeah. But it's so unpredictable, like with secondhand shopping, you can spend a whole day looking and sometimes just not find anything. Yeah. yeah. But if we f- see something we like, we all almost always buy it. Mm. And because we have a van as well, it's sort of like we're not only limited to small items or, mm. you know, it's sort of uh, available to take anything and everything really, like uh if it's too big for the van, I'll stick it on the roof racks. Like um, we really have the option to pick up anything when it comes along, but I don't know. I don't think there's ever been a time that we've come back with absolutely nothing. But I remember there was one time like going up to Borough sort of town. We went to a couple to start off with 
and there was really nothing. And we thought, oh no, you know, have we sort of gone on this country road trip for no reason? But then, mm. I don't know, you find one shop and it will just be a gem and it will make up for the five shops you went to beforehand. So totally. yeah, you just have to sort of, it's a bit of a gamble. It's a bit of a gamble. Yeah, but, uh, hit and miss. Yeah, uh, love it. Amazing. Can you tell me a little bit about the name Storytellers Workshop? I actually think that you guys have done such a great, great job with your branding. And I personally think the name is quite romantic sounding and really um, captures, well, I think it is, you know, I think it really captures that idea of history and um, a piece having like an entire life, exactly as you said, Hannah, before you've found it and then used it in your own home. Um, How did you come up with it? Where did it come from originally? Well, we just, yeah, we just looked at our lounge room, I think, one day. And we were like, every piece in this room has a story. I can point to, like, every item and remember where I bought it. Like, the Mm. day, the weather. Like, it's like it's telling the story of our lives. And, Mm. yeah, like, we just couldn't get past the name Storytellers. We tried to think oh, we, of anything out, like everything else. We, we did. Like, we brainstormed. We had a whiteboard out. We did all <laughs> mind mapping. We tried everything. We tried looking up. Yeah, I don't know. We spent hours trying to think of something else. But to be honest, it was the first thing Hannah thought of and it was there was nothing that could trump stuck. it. It, was, yeah. it summed it up perfectly. First go, like, I know it sounds a bit cliche. It was the first thing we thought of, but it really was. And mm, I, I really love really that. Nicely. That's special. What's the story behind Storytellers? Um, how did you guys decide that this is an adventure that you wanted to embark on? Um, and what were the early days of selling like for you? Like you said, you got started in 2017. Um, but for the last two years, you've been selling online via your website. I mentioned as well that you've had these open days. You've crammed a lot into a short amount of time. What has it all been like? Oh my goodness, I feel like we've lived a whole lifetime in those oh. three years, like yeah. the ups and downs, like it's been crazy. It's a crazy journey. Um, yeah. And even we... just to see where we, the things we had to do at the times to keep things growing. Growing. It was, yeah. The sacrifices. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, um, where, where did it start? It started, it really just started with our own sort of, interests like we on the weekends we would jump into the van um and just go get a coffee and go for a drive and then Mm. when we moved out together we started buying a few bits and pieces and then we stumbled across strath album and all the secondhand shops up there and then we bought a cabinet that's still with us today and then we bought a little bit more for our house and a little bit more and then we moved to a proper house so we could buy even more things. <laughs> mm. We bought so many things that, yeah, we we're just doing it for the fun of it. Um, mm. And then we thought, we have so much stuff. Let's just try and start a business. Like, yeah, we love it. Yeah. We love it so much. Mm. So we wanted to share our love of it with other people and mm. yeah. um, to show that you can buy like everything vintage or secondhand and have a home that is so beautiful and mm. um yeah, I guess that's why why we started it. Yeah, we were sort of umming and ahhing about it. And then I remember we went for a short holiday over to Sydney and um, we went to this one place called Grounds of Alexandria. 
And mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but if, yeah, if you're not, yeah. you are, Hannah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have been yeah. there before. It's Ooh, amazing. Such a, it's so uh, amazing, yeah. It left such a mark on us that we, I remember mm. coming home and it was a late flight home. It was about 9.30, 10 o'clock and we were sitting in our kitchen and I still remember it. And we're like, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Why, what have we got to lose? Mm. It's something that we love. It's a no-brainer. And if we don't do it, we will regret it. And I think mm. from that point onwards, it's just been something that we are happy to – that overtakes our life, really. Uh, <laughs> I, really I, I, sometimes I think, oh, my God, you know, a bit, bit burnt out on both sides, but I love it and I wouldn't want anything different. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. And good on you guys, because I, I feel like so many people have these great ideas and these passion projects that they would love to get out there and pursue, but you, you actually did it. And I don't doubt that that would take a lot of bravery. Um, and no doubt you faced challenges along the way. Like you said, Hannah, it feels like you've lived a whole lifetime in the last three years. What have been some of maybe the highlights of the journey so far? And what have been some of the challenges that you faced as well? Well, I think like when we started um, the business, I was still working in retail and mm -hmm. I hated my job. I was miserable <laughs> and like starting Storytellers was like a creative outlet for me. Um, mm -hmm. So like it was a challenge working both, but um, I guess in the end, like I ended up just doing Storytellers, which it all worked out. Um, but yeah, just some of the challenges would be like in the early days, we would buy everything um, that we found and we just bought so much that we had no storage space for it. So mm. we stored it out the front of our house, like it, on the front veranda, like in the lounge room, yeah, in the back room, like every space in our house was just filled with stuff for the business oh and goodness. it was a nightmare <laughs> it was yeah. horrible I think at one stage we had like three lounge sets in the back room and yeah. it was oh ugh, wow yeah and uh, and we also had a puppy that like destroyed amazing oh. rugs and stuff and we we're like oh no like we need a storage <laughs> space yeah um on the ASAP but because we were so fresh we didn't have the means or the you know the money to mm. like just rent somewhere it's so it's so interesting because I've spoken to a number of people who sell vintage and secondhand clothing and hearing them talk about struggles with storage and space for clothing and shoes and accessories but then furniture and homewares would just be a whole <laughs> nother level <laughs> yeah yeah it's when we were storing it out the front like we live on a mainish road as well and just knowing that people would drive past our house and see four big tarps covering everything <laughs> I was just oh uh, you know but you know those days are behind us now and yeah yeah I guess the we're, we're really loving it you know I, I really can't say that we're in a struggle period of that sort of storage space now because we've got this place down in Old Ranella and um, yeah we have the opportunity to be able to style it and pretty much do whatever we want with this 1900s little cottage so mm. it's got character in itself and just it really helps bring out all these beautiful items that we find 
Mm, it's honestly such a beautiful space. Is there a bit of a story behind how you came to have this, um, I guess, workshop that you're able to store all of your items in, but also um, host these open days where people can actually physically come and see the gear that you've got? Yeah, yeah. It's really down to my little ethnic roots, pretty much. Um, <laughs> everyone's my family, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got... Um, uh, I guess it's my, we call them grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle sort of family. So they Mm -hmm. lived across the road from my grandma and they had this house pretty much sitting there for a couple of years and the tenants that they had in it before sort of neglected it a bit, made it a Mm. bit more run down. And uh, it was just sitting there doing nothing. And I remember my uncle, my true uncle (laughs) saying, oh, (laughs) why don't you just go and ask and see if you can, uh, you know, use the space, you know, it's got a brand new roof on it. You know, it's watertight. It's sealed. It's a beautiful little space. It just needs a bit of love. And uh, yeah, we've got old photos somewhere. And if you saw it to what it was, to what we've made it today, I don't know. It just it warms my heart every time I go into mm. it. And I guess to know that it's sort of been in the family for so long as well. It's yeah. I don't know. I still remember being a kid in that house. <laughs> mm, yeah. It's a special house. Yeah. Very special. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's really, really cool. I love yeah. that. I'd love to know how you guys would describe your style when it comes to home interiors and exteriors and whether what you curate for storytellers is a reflection of your own sense of style or if it's a little bit different. I think it's exactly our style. Yeah, like everything we choose is exactly what we would keep in our house so it's, yeah. a, it's good in a way because if it doesn't sell we'll we'll just keep it <laughs> perfect <laughs> but I think our style is well this is what I've always envisioned is like our style is like the home of an artist like mm-hmm. there's random artworks propped up against the wall and just like sculptures and hand-painted cabinets like knickknacks and souvenirs that we've like bought from overseas and like places that we've traveled so Mm. I think our style is just collecting pieces that we find beautiful um it Mm. doesn't really fit into like an era or a um actual like style that I can I can name I think it's eclectic I guess yeah Um, but that's sort of what makes it all tie together really like I look at everything around me right now and you know what if you put the two pieces together it probably doesn't really match but you put it all together and you know us Hannah and I and you know our story it mm. actually makes a lot of sense I guess it's sort of a weird way of putting it but I couldn't actually describe what our style is our style is our business that's the, probably the that. easiest way to do it <laughs> so if, if you like our business you like our style <laughs> yeah and we love color and, I guess as well yeah color. Oh. Totally bright colors. That is very apparent. I love that. And like you said earlier, Hannah, a sense of for you at least, you can point to everything in your home and see um, that item and remember exactly where you got it and the story of how you found it and the day that it was and, um, you know, the weather on that day and all of that kind of stuff. And that's so interesting because I feel like we. Um, remember things differently, all of us. And that's mm-hmm. a really uh, amazing way to kind of curate and remember the story of your life and all the adventures that you've been on. Yeah, it's really cool. Sure. 
Could you share what your top three secondhand finds of all time would be? Maybe there's stuff that you have kept for your own home. Maybe it's a piece that you sold and you miss it desperately. What would be your top <laughs> Ooh, three finds? Oh, yeah. I know, I know what Hannah's thinking straight away with the rug. Oh, yeah. That rug. Okay. So there was this amazing, like, pile, like shag pile rug that I um, mm. bought off of Gumtree. And it was made in Germany. It's It was literally my dream rug, like very neutral colours. Mm-hmm. But um, because it was at the start of our business, I was like, I have to sell this. Like there's no other option. I can't keep it. I have to sell it on Storytellers. <laughs> so we sold it and it went to a beautiful home. Like the um, new owner absolutely loved it. But mm-hmm. um, sadly, like it within the like the fires that happened um up in Lobethal because that's where she yeah. lived sadly she lost it in the fires oh, which wow. kind of breaks my heart um, yeah but oh, that's I always remember that rug like it was yeah. one of my all-time favorite finds so if something like that happens now where you source a piece and you really really love it um are you a little different in how you approach whether you'll keep or sell it yeah, I think we're, I think we're more aware when we love something, it's sort of like a, well, just chill, like don't have to sell it straight away. Just yeah. let it sit around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. What are some other favorite finds? Um, oh, the mosaic table we have out the back. Um, all right. So originally just say six months ago, um, I saw this ad on Gumtree and it was of this blue tiled mosaic table that would sit around 12 people around it, huge. And mm. it was concrete and hand sort of tiled at the top and this nice, beautiful, rusted, but still beautiful sort of base at the bottom. Mm. And it was $600 and I was like, um, nah, you know what? I can't really justify it. A backyard wasn't done and... Yeah, you know, loved it and just let it go. Mm-hmm. And then maybe three months after that, I sort of saw it pop up again for $300, reduced from 600 to 300 And I was like, oh, all right, different position. I'll give him a message. And it was only up for like another, like oh, three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think we've got a good chance here. And um, the lady messaged back saying, hey, Branko, um, someone's coming to pick it up on Saturday. And I'm like, okay, no worries. And just thought, not meant to be. Mm. And Saturday or afternoon, I got a text message from the lady saying, the person didn't show up. It's yours for free if you can pick it up by the end of the uh, end of the following week. And I was like, oh my goodness. all right, here we go. So I managed to persuade three of the other workers at my work to meet me in North Adelaide at 4.30 on the Monday afternoon. And oh we oh, I had, I borrowed the empty van from work as well. And we went to this house and it was being, or it was sold. So they had to sort of do the handover by the end of the week. And so everything had to go. And there was another two people there buying a chair that was out the front and they literally slipped the money under the front door because I don't think anyone was there. Mm. So, yeah, it sort of felt a little bit weird, two vans rocking up with four guys <laughs> jumping out. 
going around the table. side. <laughs> yeah, going around the side of the house. But this table was one of the heaviest things I've ever had to move. And we had a full-on piano trolley sort of oh, helping wow. support the weight. And it fit perfectly in the back of the van with like two centimetres on each side on all angles fitting there and it laid down flat. And yeah, that was probably one of the most amazing finds uh, I've ever come across. Oh, and that's incredible. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sit in the in our backyard for as long as possible, really. Mm. <laughs> I love it. A I team effort. Every time I look at it, it just sort of, uh, yeah, remember it. That's awesome. I love that. One more. Can you think of one more? I have one more. Um, Go for and it. it's another gum tree find. I feel like all mm-hmm. of the best finds are gum tree because you just have so much competition on gum on gum tree, and there's like you just know other people are messaging at the same time as you, so it's like whoever gets in there first. Um, yeah. But I was on um, I don't know actually it was Facebook Marketplace, but yeah, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. I found this Oriental fish tank, and it was obviously from maybe an old Chinese restaurant because it was just so ornate and hand painted mm. and mm-hmm. just something I've never seen before. Like it was amazing. And I just messaged Branko immediately because he has the van. I'm like, Hey, there's something I need you to pick up at this time. This is the address. <laughs> and I just never told him what it was. So he just rocked up and yeah, it's this it's 60 bucks and yeah, be there by four o'clock. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, all right so it was a day that I had um some commissioning work so I had like a engineer in the car and it went a little bit over and I was like oh sorry about this but do you mind if we do a 15 minute detour just to pick up this thing on the way home because it was other side of town and he's like yeah 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 sure sure so I didn't know what I was picking up at this stage but Mm -hmm. I knew I was picking something up that needed the van and was $60 so I had $60 in my wallet Rocked up to this house and looked at the address that Hannah sent me and then looked at this house and it was the one that had the half metre tall grass growing out the front of it with the car, <laughs> no wheels on it, dumped in the right. front. Um, just stuff everywhere. And I'm like, mm. okay, what am I picking up here? And... <laughs> the lady came out the front and I'm like, Hey, um, my name's Branko. Uh, my partner, Hannah sent me to pick up something. And she's like, Oh yeah, this over here. And pointed to this fish tank that was in three different pieces in the front on the front lawn with mold growing inside it. And I'm just like, what the hell is this? And then the closer (laughs) I got to it, I saw all the detail and just amazingness of it. And yeah, I was like, all right, cool. Gave her the money. The engineer helped me sort of carry it into the car. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I brought it home. And It took uh, me like three hours to clean, but it's my favorite thing in my house. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it's so good. And every time I look at it, I just, I know where it came from. I know what we had to do to get it. Just amazing. I love it. Do you have fish in it? Nah. <laughs> no um I had plants in it just like some pot plants yeah. in it but I think we're going to put some glass bottles and display like colored glass bottles in it yeah so or something nice. I don't know uh, yeah wow. um I'm sure Hannah has a photo 
that we can send through and yeah i would love that that'd be cool yeah yeah but when you see it you'll be in awe but i wish you took a photo of the condition i picked it up at and what hannah's brought it back to it's amazing I, i love it I imagine that that would be so much of what you guys end up doing, though, is restoring and um, cleaning and fixing things up. That's where the gems are, you know. Yeah, it's, it's those, it's those finds. Like, I guess it's interesting to see the way that we sort of present all of our sort of pieces for storytellers um, in such a sort of clean white sort of background, nicely mm. presented and everything like that. But if I could say my ideal sort of picking warehouse or picking trip it'd be literally rubbish and just digging through rubbish (laughs) yeah I don't know just everywhere things stacked on top of each other that's that's the stuff I love but I love that we live in a world with both of those options so then Uh, for people like you who love digging through all of the grimy gross stuff to find the treasures you can do that and then for anyone who is totally opposed and turned off by that but they still want something beautiful and vintage to bring into their home they can just shop storytellers workshop and find all the good stuff that you guys brought we do the dirty work for you (laughs) totally yeah that's it what about you hannah um i'm guessing you do your sort of op shopping as well is there anything that you found Yeah. Do you know what's so interesting? This is not about me. So I'll make this a succinct story. But I remember being, mm, I would have been 21, I think. And I still lived at home and I still had my room exactly as I'd always had it as a kid. And it was bright pink and like a princess bed. And it was just like, it wasn't very cool or very fit for a 21-year-old, but I didn't ever really think about it. I didn't look forward to spending time at home, so I didn't, yeah, I didn't really give it much thought. And then I remember that I dated a guy for like 10 seconds and he was very, very cool. Mm-hmm. And he came over um, to my house and he saw my room and he was like, why is this what your room looks like? I don't get it. You know, like you have a sense of style and it just really doesn't match up with what this room looks like. You've got butterfly bed sheets. I don't get it. And it was the first time I'd ever really considered altering the space that I lived in. And so I don't know if you guys know um, Rosie from Tinker. Do you know Tinker? Yes. Um, yep. On Duthie Street. Yeah. So I popped over to Tinker when it was in its first location and I found a beautiful old um, bedside table and an amazing ornate mirror and a few other little knickknacks and things and decided to take some pride in my space and actually make it something that I really enjoyed being in. Um And I feel like when it comes to shopping secondhand, um, I'm still trying to navigate and figure out what I'd love my home to look like. Mm -hmm. At the moment, Mm -hmm. I live with three other people. So um, it's really interesting to share our common spaces and to not necessarily all have the same sense of style. So I'm looking forward to one day having a very lovely home that I can fill up with goodies that... Yeah, do exactly what you say. Like tell stories of where you've been and what you've seen. Mm. That's amazing. I love yeah. that story. That's great. Yeah, I was kind of shamed into <laughs> updating my room, but that's okay. We got there. 
If you're feeling generous, I'm wondering if you would tell us maybe your top three spots to source the good stuff. <laughs> no, no, not a chance. It's a secret. <laughs> we can never give away our secrets. <laughs> no, we'll, te- we'll tell you our favourite places because it's yeah, all about please sharing, do. sharing please the love. Do. And, yeah, we want you guys to find it's these treasures kind. as well. So tell us. My, well, our favourite, number one is Gems and Junk 2 in Murray Bridge. And it's this massive warehouse just filled with stuff, like from mm. floor to ceiling, just random things. Um, and we, yeah, it's one of those places that we never leave empty-handed. Like there's just so much good stuff there. Um, and there's just, yeah, endless amounts of rooms to look through yeah Um, and no matter what your style is even if you don't have a style you'll find it there i mean there's retro there's cane there's man cave sort of business there (laughs) man cave is my favorite yeah (laughs) but yeah there's everything there so i don't know like you don't try and expect to find anything there you just Mm. find something there true but sadly i have to say they are going to close down this year oh no go before they close I think it's in September um yeah it sucks all the best places end up closing um another place we love is I think it's pronounced Backer Burke and it's a very similar shop but it's on Churchill Road um so you know where there's like a savers on Churchill Road yeah there, yeah, there's uh, this other little shop and, like, from the front, it looks so dodgy, <laughs> like, super dodgy, um, but it is amazing and it just keeps going on and on, like, forever. Like, there's yeah. heaps of space oh, wow. down the back and it's another yeah. place that we never leave empty-handed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the owner is really nice to talk to. Like, he will talk to you for hours. So if you love a chat, he's really nice to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And he'll... He'll look after you. If you're a nice person, nice chat, he'll look after you. Mm, That's so good. And I think like the third place, like last but not least, is Southern New and Used Furniture, um, which is in Lonsdale. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's another huge warehouse just filled with furniture. So if you're looking for like pieces for your home, it's really, really affordable. Like if you've just moved out of home or something, like they have really good um bargains there and like we found some really good things there so Mm. yeah anything like bigger like furniture pieces they have beds there they have wardrobes coffee tables yeah for the bigger the bigger items I highly recommend to go there and yeah they're beautiful people as well I remember one morning at Brighton Markets I saw them two just walking holding hands just buying bits and pieces as well. And I just thought, oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. That's so lovely. Oh, I'll have to check out all of those places. Sorry if you're not local to Adelaide. You have to make the trip oh, over. Oh, you're missing out. But I'm sure, you, I'm sure everyone else has their places as well. So Totally. <laughs> Do you have anything on your op shop or I guess, variation of op shop wish list right now. Anything that you would love to find to be able to feature in the shop or something that you'd love to add to your own home? I know what I'm looking for for our own home because I've been looking for it 
for for a while for 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 for, for her. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've we've started not started, but we're sort of towards the tail end of our backyard renovations, and I need stepping stones, and I don't really Ooh. want to buy brand new ones, and mm-hmm. they seem to be very hard to come by. So every morning and night, I search stepping stepping stones at uh, marketplace and Gumtree and everywhere. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for at the moment. On the hunt. You'd think it'd be really easy to find, but sadly, yeah. no. Are yeah. you looking for something very specific? No, not Just at all. Just round. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Stepping stones. <laughs> that's yeah. so basic. That's such a basic thing to have on a list I know, of I know, things I to know. find when we have such <laughs> interesting What's about taste, as soon as you find them? then you'll find them everywhere as well. Like as soon as you've got them, you'll probably see them all over the place. Exactly. That's the way it goes, right? Once you put it out there, we'll find them. <laughs> um, yeah. I think my, like my, li- like number one thing on my list, like is a set of blue onion canisters for the kitchen. So I'm not sure if you know what blue onion is, but it's such I a weird know what name. That means. Um, but it's, a type of porcelain um, and it's been made like since the 18th century I think and it's got the name because of on the design there's like little fruit looking things that kind of look like onions so it's called blue onion Um, but my mum used to have this set of canisters and um, like she had them before I was born and Mm. one day when I was a teenager, she decided to sell them at a garage sale and no. she always regretted it because she, after after she sold them, she thought, oh, I could have give, given them to you um, mm. as a like moving out present when you're older. So I always have them on my list of finding, but I still haven't found them. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, and what else? else really? Just for the shop, maybe like more tiger statues. Yeah. Because I'm obsessed with finding tiger statues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are they a big be, hit? People seem to go pretty crazy for them. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, for a while there, we had like 10 different statues, but um, yeah, I don't know. It comes in waves, really, doesn't mm. it? Well, for people who are wanting to bring a little secondhand magic into their own home, do you have any tips? for hunting for the good stuff. Like you said, um, there are some places that might be a little dirty to rummage through, um, (laughs) but then you find a lot of places that are really clean and curated as well. What would be some tips that you'd give to people for finding that really great secondhand stuff? There's so many tips I could give, um, but you just have to be willing to go out um and look as often as possible just go to Mm. every op shop and if you don't find anything there this week go next week and just Mm. you have to be um persistent with it like you have to just keep going um and I also think Facebook marketplace and Gumtree are really good places to find amazing things but you have to be willing to be let down often (laughs) because Mm -hmm. Um, this is so many times people will like sell it straight away to someone else or, but like yeah. we have found some of our favorite things on those platforms. So yeah, I think those mm. are good places to look. I think the other thing as well, 
is like don't expect that if you want something it's going to fall into your hands straight away Mm. you know like there's if you look around our house and the things that we have and even like the website updates that we do they're not done in a minute you know we don't go out Mm. one time and find all these items we we find one item then we go again next week and we'll find a couple more then and then the next week you know what we didn't really find what we were looking for but we found something else you know it's sort Mm -hmm. of if you write a list of the things that you really do want and just sort of have an eye out for it, it will, it will come around sometime, but don't expect it to come around tomorrow. Mm, that makes sense. Patience. Yeah, mm. totally. I think that's some yeah. really good advice. Yeah. And also like you have to know, is it a necessity or is it something that you would like? And, you know, it's, it's sort of like, it's, it'd be beautiful to have a Treshnikov piece, but also it'd be nice to not pay $300 for it. Mm-hmm. But you got to be you got to be happy to sort of wait until you get a bargain if that sort of mm-hmm. makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And I think that that's really helpful for people to hear especially from you guys who have just such a wide selection of amazing things to know that you didn't just walk into one store and find all of that good stuff waiting for you but that's oh. actually a process of collecting over years and years and years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I have um, a few rapid fire questions to okay. round out All the episode. Right, so I'm going to ask you to pick between two things and I'd love to hear your answer. Are you ready? Yes. Go. Do you prefer to op shop alone or with others? And let me just clarify, alone can be the two of you. <laughs> okay. Uh, alone. Alone, just the definitely. two of us. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Perfect. Are you minimalists or maximalists? Oh, maximalists. Yeah, yeah. I love the. You honesty. can't say we're minimal- minimalists. <laughs> that, that'd be the biggest lie ever. If you had to choose between only selling furniture or only selling decor, which would you choose? Ooh, mm. Hannah, this is your answer. Decor. Oh, I reckon. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. What do you think of that, Franco? Um, I feel like I learn something about Hannah every day. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, totally. Yeah. Hey, lucky you don't really have to choose. Yeah. Yeah. No. Do you choose secondhand shopping online or in real life? Real life. Real life. Yeah. Mm. It was just so interesting, right? Because I feel like, um, we love these platforms now that are available to us like Marketplace and Gumtree and all of that good stuff, but nothing beats a proper hands-on rummage digging through everything. No, yeah. I love to hold it in my hand. Yeah. I love it. Totally. Yeah. 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 And this is like total COVID-19, like no, no, but I love touching things. <laughs> <laughs> I just end up walking around and just putting my hands around and just, uh, I don't know, it's hard. It's hard. I have to put my hands in my pocket now. And just, <laughs> just look, I guess. Would you choose colours or neutrals? Colours. I feel like you guys are the king and queen of colour. <laughs> Thanks. That's a great title to have. <laughs> Would you choose pieces for wow factor or practicality? Oh. Wow factor. Yeah. I'm not a very practical person, really. So I think wow factor. <laughs> And I feel like I'm a very practical person. I feel like I... Yeah, that's why we work together so well. 
Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think you need a you need to be a bit crazy sometimes. Mm, why not, right? Yeah. Are you guys tea or coffee drinkers? Coffee. 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 How do you have your coffee? What do you have? Um, I just always have an extra shot, no sugar, a little bit of milk. Nice. I'm the same. We have the yeah. same taste in coffee. Yeah. Nice. Probably need to have a bit of a tolerance break though because it's been a bit crazy lately. But I don't Too know. Too much coffee. I can't, I can't <laughs> imagine my life without it. Without coffee. <laughs> All of the important stuff, secondhand goodies and coffee with an extra yes. shot. Yes. True. Yes. That's pretty much a recipe of every weekend we have together. <laughs> And I love that, that you do combine your outings with a bit of coffee as well. That's so good. <laughs> it's needed. Yeah. Totally. Um, do you guys have a sweet tooth or do you prefer savoury snacks? Savoury. Yeah, savoury, definitely. Give me salt. I just love salt. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And finally, would you choose to have a home full of secondhand or a home full of new? Mm. I want everything. The tough one. New. No, I'm joking. Secondhand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's something. There's something about the pieces. Like, if you can find the story behind a piece, it it will just bring life in a way that no other piece can bring life to it. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that. I think that's the perfect sentiment to finish us on. Thank you guys so much for joining me on Wellborn Pod today. I've loved getting to chat and to hear all things Storytellers Workshop. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank Thank you so so much, much, Hannah. We had so much fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of Well Worn Pod and a huge thank you to Hannah and Branko for joining me on this week's episode. If you ever need to add something beautiful to your home, then please do check out Storytellers Workshop. All of their information will be in the show notes. If you are a fan of Well Worn Pod, then please do follow along. We are at Well Worn Pod on Instagram and give us a rating and review. It helps other people to find the show. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll catch you next week.